We go together Better than birds of a feather You and me We change the weather Yeah I'm feeling heat in December When you found me I've been dancing on top of cars And stumbling out of bars I follow you through the dark Can't get enough You're the medicine and the pain The tattoo inside my brain And baby you know it's obvious I'm a sucker for you Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCast. I'm Casey Kricker. He is Alex Allard. And welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that's getting quite busy nearing the end of the spring seasons. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. The PCast intro is still a wee bit different. So, uh... Now's the time. If you want to be the sponsor, you should give us a call. Well, you shouldn't give us a call. You should give Parker Phillips a call. Uh, give him a call at 615-586-4340 or send him an email at pphillips at sselc.com. Or you can DM me, send me an email, message me on Twitter, whatever. And we'll get you set up. Set up. But if you want to sponsor the PCAST. It's a golden opportunity. Now's the time. It is. You don't know if it'll ever be the time again. No, it might just never. It might just never happen. So, uh... Big week last week. Big sports week. It was. The Masters Tournament happened. Yes. Yes, it did. Scotty Scheffler won. I should have already had the scores up, but here we are. I'm pulling them up now. Uh, He four-putted the last hole. Okay. It's a good thing he had a five-shot lead. Quite. He only won by three because he four-putted on the last hole. That doesn't seem good. It's not good. It's not good, Alex. Um, But at the end of the day, does it really matter? He had a double bogey on 18. On the par four, he had a six. He finished ten under. The charge of the day, Roy McIlroy went eight under in the last round and moved to minus seven. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always somebody that finishes way before the leaders and ends up like putting up a really low score. The leaders, it always comes into question, but they never get there. But uh, Roy looked good at Augusta for the first time ever. Chipped in on eighteen to get okay. to eight under. Good tournament. Sky Scheffler struggles with vests. <laughs> What he couldn't mean? get it on. He was like oh. putting it on like in between shots, like walking. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get it on. That's tough. So uh, he got the jacket on. That's what matters. Good for him. He's 25. Wow. That's he's like uh, five months older than me. He's like three years older than me and I've already accomplished. He's the 45 year old, the most 45 year old looking 25 year old of all time. Right. I mean, like, like I saw the pictures of him and stuff. I just figured he was like a seasoned veteran or something like that. I knew he wasn't a veteran, but like. I always assumed he was like 28 or 29 or something, not like four months older than me. So that's a lot of fun. Well, uh, what have you accomplished? I host this uh, mediocre podcast. Hey, it's not a mediocre podcast. It's the number one Austin P podcast in the world. You're right. I host the number one Austin P podcast in the world, and he's won the Masters by three shots. Uh, I think you got him beat. At the end of the day. Sure. Why not? Football spring game was last Saturday. Yes, it was. How was that? Uh, well, Gerald Harrison's team beat Michael Akari's team on a last-second field goal by Maddox Trujillo. The kickers are important. Yeah, I mean, you could say he's automatic. He is automatic. Uh, Gerald's team jumped out to a 14 nothing lead. They went with a bomb to Trey Shackelford on the – so they got a stop on defense. Right. Got the ball, and Sheldon Lehman bombed down the middle. Trey Shackelford, six points. Mm-hmm. Then – Corey Chapman, pick six going the other way. Gerald's team's up 14 nothing, looking real good. 
Uh, no, no, sir. Lakari's team battled back. They had Javon Jackson on their team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a freshman running back last year. Right. Just pounding the ball. Just pounding them. Okay. So they get it tied up. I think Lakari's team led 17-14 to 14 at halftime. Mm-hmm. So Gerald ties it with a field goal in like the fourth quarter, gets the couple stops, gets the ball back, marches downfield. Lakari's team calls all three timeouts to try and ice Maddox. Right. Scotty calls a false start okay. on one of the awesome offensive linemen. I'm calling it a questionable call. Right. I'm okay. not sure there was any movement. There was no mm-hmm. defense on the field goal unit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if there was a false start or not. But backs him up five yards, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, no worries. Max Trujillo, money. Gerald Harrison, water cooler, dumped on him. And he was doing the gritty and, and everything. And that gritty across the field. That was one of the greatest videos I think I've ever seen on It Twitter. was awesome. It was electric. So uh, how far out was the field goal? If, I mean. Probably on the 30-ish. Maybe okay. like the 35 when they backed him up maybe the 20 maybe i'm completely wrong it was the 20 still i was standing under the under the goal so i mean that that's a way to win a spring game though honestly yeah that kicker that kicker pick comes in comes in yes. handy yes it does looks good on real looks real good on gerald harrison as the coach for no yeah, of course no and i'm gonna need to need master here to win mm-hmm. this bad boy I'll tell you who he's picking first next year too I, not two I, but yeah know. yeah though yeah i listen good pick pick master here to other sports Women's golf wrapped up their regular season last week at Murray State's Jan Weaver Invitational. Uh, it was a three-round event that was shortened to a two-round event because they played golf in the snow on Friday. It was snowing. Yes. In Murray, Kentucky. April. Yes, in Murray, Kentucky. Of course. So they shortened it. They, they, they canceled the second round on Friday, only played one, which mm-hmm. they, they did not need to go be out there for a second round. It was right. terrible weather. Uh, the girls finished tied for third at at the Jan Weaver Invitational. Shelby Darnell led the Govs with a 9 over 153 and finished tied for fourth, just two shots off the lead. Taylor Dedman was tied for ninth with a 12 over 156, just, excuse me, five shots back of the lead. So, uh, new new week, new Gov leading the charge. Shelby Darnell had a good week up there at Miller Memorial Golf Course. Good to see her getting some good rounds in because you know what's up next? It's championship. Championship time. So uh, That's this weekend, too. We're talking about it? titles now. Let's do it. Beach volleyball. Went on the road to the Georgia State Diggin' Duels. They lost their first match 4-1 four, four to, to UAB. Then they lost 4-1 to, to number 13-ranked Georgia State. On Saturday morning, they beat Chattanooga 4-1, to one, and they fell to Tampa 4-1 to one in the finale. Tough tournament. Uh, Gov's got a point in each match, though, so that's big. Marlena Bullington and Kelsey Mead, obviously. OEC pair of the week again. Right. They went 4-2 and because we count the two matches from Wednesday against North Alabama. Uh, they won. They got the point against Georgia State. They got the point against UAB. Tough to beat those two. And I mean, picking up a point against number thirteen Georgia State. Number thirteen Georgia State. State. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Not bad at it. They got. They're all, They're at home. That was their last road trip for the rest of the season until the postseason. Dang. Yeah. So back to back weeks at home to wrap that up for them. Like I said, that competition. A lot of good competition down there. Right. Not always the results you want, but gets you ready for this weekend. Alex. Yeah. Tennis. Yes. There was two tennis matches played. Okay. Uh, start starting with the women. Uh, you know they they kept kept their heater going. Won six to one against Eastern Illinois. Uh, Denise Torrielba continuing to do what she's done all year. Uh, she picked up she picked up a doubles win and then she picked up a singles win okay. against Eastern Illinois's Papa Vasilopoulos. Correct. Um, Rachel Papa Rachel Papa Vasilopoulos. Uh, again, that's just a huge like I know Eastern Nine Illinois. Nine more times go. Okay, ready? Papa no. Vasilopoulos, Papa Vasilopoulos, Papa Vasilopoulos, Papa Vasilopoulos, Papa Vasilopoulos, Papa Vasilopoulos, Papa Vasilopoulos. 
I, I lost you, count. I'm gonna I say see you practiced. I I wrote I wrote it down. Not I gonna lie. You. But um but no, that's a huge win. I know Eastern Illinois as a team isn't that great, but uh, Rachel is the 2019 2019 OVC Player of the Year, two time first team All OVC. So that's our freshman, better than a reigning player of the year. Yeah, pretty good. I'll take it. Um, and then the Govs just showed out all throughout. Uh, they picked up two big doubles wins against Eastern and then went on to pick up uh, four of five or five of six uh, singles points. And then the next day, they picked up another huge win against SIUE. SIUE at the time um, led the conference with 13 overall wins. Uh, they were you know, pretty good in non-conference, and they, I think their only loss entering that match was SEMO, who leads the conference. So that was another one when we, we swept doubles. Um, Denise picked up a win against another, I think the girl that she played was second team all OVC last year. So that was another win. Um, team looking good, and they're on seven straight wins now. Um, so Denise picked up two wins on number one, right, against two really good players. Okay. Did not win player of the week. Oh, no. But she did win doubles team of the week along uh, Hanukkah. Well, it says that you put in the script here, let me rant about player of the week. <laughs> I'm not hearing much ranting as one who's done a lot of ranting on this podcast. So, Okay. The girl who won OVC player of the week was Southeast Missouri. It's the girl that split freshman of the year with, with uh, Yana last year. Okay. Uh, Dania Helikova or whatever. She won both of her matches while playing number two. They, oh. were, they were in, okay. One of those ones was against Tennessee State. Tennessee State sucks. Let's be nice, Al. Tennessee State Let's be nice. is the bottom team in the OVC standings in our 0-7 on the year. Okay. So she beat that girl on the number two. She also beat a girl from Belmont on the number two, who is that, – that's a decent win. But uh, it's not beating a two-time first-team All-OVC player and a second-team All-OVC player from last year. So I'm saying Denise should have won player of the week. That's what I'm hearing, and uh, that's what it sure does sound like. It does. But at the same time, she went 2-0 she went and in doubles alongside Hanukkah. So good for her for picking up her first OVC Weekly honor. Good but news. They don't hand out awards for Player of the Week. They hand out awards for Player of the Year in all OVC. Yes. So. And Denise, Freshman of the Year. Well, I'll, I, will, I will expect a bigger rant if she doesn't win that one. Oh, you will get it. Okay. Well, it needs to be better than that one. We've got to work on your okay, ranting. I'm sorry. I'm not a very good ranter. You need to bring more anger to the table. I will try. Men's tennis. Men's, yeah. Um, so men's tennis also beat Eastern Illinois. It was a good 6-1 to win. Um, I mean, that, that was an Eastern Illinois team. Man, they, they came in here, like, yelling and, like, pounding on their chests. And they were, like, they came in here with, like, all the swagger in the world. And they got shot down right away. Um, Govs just absolutely whooped them in doubles. Uh, went on to pick up wins in their top five singles lines. Uh, it was a really good win. Picked up their first OVC win of the season. Um, Didn't we win all the weekly awards for men's tennis? Yes. So uh, Freddie won his second career player of the week after picking up a win on the number one singles against Eastern Illinois. And then him and Anton Damberg won player of the week, or doubles team of the week for the second time this season. And they are one of three OVC pairings to win the award more than once this year. Honestly, both of them, I mean, they're – both of them should be all of these because Anton's had a really good year. He also won Player of the Week, uh, like last month or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. But uh, they've both been really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, congrats to both of them. Granted, the day that the award came out, they went to Chattanooga. They dropped a pretty difficult match against Chattanooga. 
Uh, that's a chat team that's honestly pretty good. Pretty good team. And uh, so they lost six to one, but freshman Tom Bolton picked up a good win. And uh, yeah, that's about it for the men. Baseball team had a pretty good week. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Yeah, swept uh, swept UT Martin five to two on Friday, fourteen to three on Saturday, twelve to ten on Sunday. Friday game, uh, five to two win. Tyler DeLong, six innings, one run, nine strikeouts. What happens when you do that? You're probably going to win an award. You're OVC Pitcher of the Week. That's Easily. what happens when you do that. Saturday, Jack Alexander, three hits. I mean, what do you expect? He also scored three runs, had four RBIs, hit a home run. Harrison Brown had three more hits in that game. Sunday, Harrison Brown comes back out. Guess what? Three more knocks. That's six in two games. Jack drove in two more runs with a hit. And Nathan Barksdale, pinch hit, first college home run, three-run shot. Guess what? Proves to be the game winner. Pretty good week. Not bad for the Clarksville made. Not bad for the Govs up in Martin. A place that me and Cody Bush both said we never win in baseball, which I felt like was more true than it was until I looked at the stats, mm-hmm. which apparently wasn't as true as I thought. Um, they won. It's not a bad week. I mean, they're, they've definitely caught fire. They're a little hot. They're hot right now. Yeah, they're yeah. playing pretty good. Playing pretty good. What is that? Uh, not counting the midweeks, five out of the last six in conference? Yeah, something yeah, like that. something like that. Softball team won a series against Tennessee State. Yes, they did. Eight to four win on Saturday. Eight to nothing win on Sunday. They dropped the second game Saturday, three to one. Alex, tell me all about that softball. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, they split their doubleheader on Saturday against Tennessee State. Uh, so they pick up an eight to four win in that first game. It, it was honestly super low scoring. It was scoreless through three, and then all of a sudden we scored five in the fourth. Um, on Tennessee State's part, it was a really sloppy game. I think they had four or five errors. Um, leading to, shoot, three or four runs in that fourth inning. So, uh, you know, goes pick up the first win of the series. And then they, they dropped that three to one. It was – we just couldn't get a hit. I mean, it I want to say, you know, it, it happens every so often. But, uh, you know, they come back out that next day. Harley Mullins throws a one-hitter. Uh, you're not going to lose any of those or many uh, of those. Unless that one hit happens to be a grand slam. Yeah, exactly. But it was not. It was not. Um, goes win three to one. And let's see. So, so that one hitter by Harley was the first one hitter by a Gov since Kelsey Gross last February. And oh, oh Lexi Osowski, 800 batting average and a 900 on base percentage for the season. No, for the for the week. For the week. For the, for the weekend. Okay, I was gonna say like no. that's that's a big number no. there. No, no, you, no, you, no. you gotta you gotta tell me what that means. No, um, the I think TSU figured it out. They just shoot. They kept on hitting her with pitches and stuff like that. She just kept on getting on base. Um, but, yeah, Lexi. That's not really figuring out because you can still score runs that way. This is true. Sorry. Not. Anyways. She beat... can't hit a home run that way, though. No, she can't. <laughs> but, uh, but no, Lexi played well. Harley Mullins played what I would say is the best game of her uh, career since being a Gov. Was and... she throwing any other one-hitters? I don't think so. Was she throwing any no-hitters? I don't think so. Well, then I'm going to say it's her best game as a Gov. Well, it was. So, uh Shout out to Team 37, Coach K. Good weekend. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Men's golf team. They finished tied for fifth in a field of 17 at the Missouri Tiger Invitational. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's right. Adam Van Raden and Payne Elkins led the way. They finished tied for 24th. They both shot three over 219 in the three-round tournament. Chase Cordy was a shot behind those two. He shot a four over 220. He finished tied for 28th. Uh, shout out to Micah Nicely. He earned his fourth and fifth rounds under par of the season during the first two rounds of the tournament. And in round one, Reese Britt had his best career round. He shot a one under 71 with four birdies. Not a bad week. Good week for the guys. Rounding, rounding in the form. Mm-hmm. You got anything else? No, I don't think so. I don't either. Uh, that means we're going to take a break. 
And we'll be right back with the PCAST and Drew Calderon of the Austin Men's Basketball Team right after this. Okay, okay, well, I'm going to be here for a while, longer than I did expect to. I was out of town, getting lost and I was rescued. Now I'm in the clouds, come down when I run out of jet fuel. But I never run out of jet fuel. Well, I'm going to be here for a while, longer than I did expect to. I was out of town, getting lost and I was rescued. Joining us on the PCAST, he's usually putting up shots in the Dunn Center, but today he's going to take a shot at podcasting. It's Drew Calderon of the Austin P men's basketball team. Drew, how are you doing this morning? Doing good. I'm a big podcast fan, so it's good to be on Big one. podcast fan? Yes. What do you listen to usually? Uh, I listen to a few different NBA podcasts. I like J.J. Reddick's a lot. Uh, a few different comedians. Uh, Andrew Schultz is another one of my favorites, so yep. it's kind of stuff like that. So you're making your podcast debut if you've ever been on one yep. before. All right, podcast debut. Perfect. So, how are, so you're good this morning. You got classes going on. Yep. How are classes going for you? Pretty smooth. I'm half in person, half online, so it's not hard at all. I pretty much have one class each day, so it's pretty smooth. What class do you have today? Accounting. Is that in person? Yes. How's that going? How's that going? It's 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 going. Accounting all right. sounds tough. I, I'm I'm catching up. I missed a lot at the start of the semester because we were traveling so right. much, but it's going better now. Second semester of school. Yep. How's going good? Going better than the first one. Uh, kind of getting the flow of things, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a little bit harder classes, but, but you I'm, understand I'm getting in the doing. groove, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. Let's start by talking about basketball. You're a 1,000-point scorer, the District 13-6 Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, you averaged 15.9 points, five rebounds, two steals, two assists in your senior season. You also shot 53% from the floor and 46% from three-point range. I think, Pretty, it, was, I think it was 48. Okay, okay. Yeah. Close, close yeah, enough, yeah. right? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good numbers. A uh, couple all-district selections as well. Talk about your high school basketball days at College Park High School. I mean, you're just tearing it up, putting in all – you're scoring a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, what can I say? Uh, Quentin Grimes comes from there. He plays on the Knicks now. So, you know, I kind of – I was a freshman when he was a senior, so seeing him a lot, that kind of gave me an idea of how I need to work and whatnot. Uh, you know, playing under Coach McNeely, Clifton McNeely as the head coach. Uh, yeah, I mean, great stuff about that. So you were at College Park High School. You didn't sign to come to Austin P until yep. April 2nd, yep. around April 2nd. Yeah. After, it was after your senior season. Talk about that recruiting process because I feel like you're signed a little bit later than a lot of guys. You were kind yeah. of a summer sign, right? I was actually signed to a different school. Okay, talk about yeah. – where were you signed? Indiana State. Okay. And then there was a head coaching change and was kind of left in limbo for a few weeks and then stuff didn't work out. So then Coach Carey uh, was at Indiana State and he came over here, so I had that connection. And then he got me in contact with Coach James, and then it all worked out from there. Perfect. So one door closes, another one opens, exactly. right? Exactly. So you get to Austin P. In your first season, you make 10 starts. You play in all 29 games. 33 three-pointers are the second most on the team. Talk about, like, adjusting to college basketball. It seems like you had a pretty good transition. Yeah, it's definitely a huge adjustment. Uh, you know, in high school, I'm used to being the biggest, strongest, fastest dude on the court, and then – I get here, and, and I'm not at all. Everybody was the biggest, strongest, fastest yeah, on the court. Yeah, and then uh, just like the the speed of the game and the physicality is a big adjustment, and the shot clock. High school basketball needs a shot clock. It does. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation, though. We could have it. Why, why does high school basketball need a shot clock? I mean, first of all, it'll just improve the game. Correct. Faster game, more points scored, better, like, better to watch. And then secondly, it'll help prepare the kids who are going on to the next level. 
because you know I get here and it just makes the game way faster. I've never played with a shot clock, so you know. No shot clock keeps some bad teams in games. Yes, definitely. Because they can just definitely four corners dribble it out, all that kind of stuff. So you led the Govs in scoring twice last year. It gets Murray State and it gets <laughs> Belmont. Yeah. You know those are the two best teams we play in the conference, right? Yeah. Okay, no no big deal. Uh you went eight from the ten from the floor against Belmont. You hit four threes. I don't remember you missing a shot that day. <laughs> what what was what was going on for you that day against Belmont? I think it was here. Yeah. I mean you were just unconscious. You couldn't miss. Yeah, that was actually my first college start. Okay. And I didn't know I was gonna start pretty much until like day of the game because Tarika got hurt in practice. I think it was the previous day. He was kind of working on it. Uh, he was kind of working with like his injury. wasn't sure if he was gonna play or not. So then, uh, I remember we were eating pregame meal here, and uh, by then I I knew I was gonna start because we went through shoot around and whatnot. And Coach James had just told me to go watch my high school highlights, so I went and watched it. I was like, okay, okay. Why did he tell you to go watch your high school highlights? I I don't know. Maybe I was killing them, I guess. Because you were scoring a lot? Yeah. So then uh, we get here. We're getting ready for the game. And I was that's just like the most hyped I've ever been for a game. And I get on the court. Adrenaline's rushing. And then from there, it just. And you hit like, I think you scored the first bucket first, too. I feel like you hit a three. Maybe not. I don't I'll, know. I think Alex had like he might the have. first five. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, who was the, your first call when you found out you were starting that game? Uh. Actually, my my trainer and AAU coach called me, and he was like, "Big game, Belmont." Da, da, da. And then I was like, "I'm actually starting tonight." He's like, "Oh my god, that's huge!" And so, as soon as he called me, I knew I was gonna have a, a good game because whenever he does, I do. So you scored 20 against Belmont. Who's your first call after the game, or was your family here for that one? No, nah, they weren't here. Okay. Uh, probably my dad. He's always okay. yeah. first call after the game. Uh, coach Nate James. We obviously all know where he comes from. Who he's coached for. What's it like? Playing with someone with that kind of co- playing for someone with that kind of college basketball experience, you know, it's great. Just the knowledge he's taught me and taught the team, and the kind of the preparation he brings, and the worth work ethic, and the, also the stories he has, are all kind of like surreal because he's obviously come from the the pinnacle of college basketball. So, yeah, I love playing for him. You said you're a JJ Redick podcast guy. Has he introduced you to JJ yet? No, he hasn't. He, Is he going to? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't asked him. We gotta set that up though. We gotta get that. We can get JJ on the podcast here with yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what What's his best Coach K story that he's told you? Best Coach K story. Uh, Just winning a couple titles, probably. Yeah, I mean, I always talks about the winning. Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't have one. Does he ever wear the ring around? I don't think so. Got to keep that locked up. Yeah, right? yeah. All right. So your first college basketball season's over. What is your favorite memory? What's your best memory? What is what is the one thing that stands out to you? Say that was that was a lot of fun. I like that a lot. Uh, obviously the Belmont game kind of first start led the team in scoring, but an earlier game, uh, Purdue Fort Wayne. We were down in the fourth quarter, and I'd hit I hit three threes in a row to like tie the game up, real late in the game, and that was kind of like my first success in a in a game, in Division One. So I would say that. What are you looking to do next year? Uh, I want to have a big year. I'm, we're working hard. We just started skill work. We've been lifting ever since the season ended. Uh, I don't know. We we want to win the A Sun. That's that's the big goal. We had a pretty good freshman deal with you and Elijah, huh? Yeah. 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 Uh, let's talk about you now. Katie Etheridge sent me a picture of your art project, a collage you did that was supposed to describe yourself. Masterpiece. It was it was wonderful. Put it in the loop. Uh, <laughs> the things on it. 
you had a PS5 controller, yep. a pair of Jordans, a Netflix logo. I think it was a Jeep. G-Wagon. Okay, G-Wagon. Close enough. A basketball and a Houston Rockets logo. First off, do you have a PS5? I do. Where did you get it? I, mean, well, I don't think they exist. Cody Bates, my teammate, sent me a link to uh, like just the Sony website when they were dropping them, and I got on. It was like my second time trying to get it, and I got in the queue and got it right there. I'm still not convinced they exist. <laughs> I've never seen one in person. I know. Before that, I hadn't. But What's, what's your favorite game on it? Lately, I've been playing a lot of a lot of Call of Duty, okay. but I'm also a big Madden guy. Big Madden guy. I I, I got to be best video game player on this campus. On the campus. On the campus. Are you, is there anybody on your team that can beat you? No, I beat Elton the other day in Madden, seventy-five to thirty. Seventy-five. What team were you playing as? I was the Cardinals. That's that's my go-to. Is Elton not any good, or are you just really good? Nah, he's 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 decent, but who's the worst video game player on the team? Oof, Chino Chino Chino's rough. He's bad. Yeah, we, we play Call of Duty. And is it Call of Duty and Madden for you guys? That that it? Uh, for me, yeah. A little bit of 2K for any mixed in there? I don't like 2K personally, but a lot of them play it, but okay. I don't like okay. it. Uh, next, you got a pair of Jordans on there. Yep. How many pairs of Jordans do you have? I actually do not own you a pair of Jordans. You do not own a pair, okay. But I'm a big shoe guy. What's your favorite pair of shoes you own? Uh, I have a pair of uh, green dunks. Okay. I would say those. Uh. Not a Jeep, a G-Wagon. G-Wagon. Why a G-Wagon? That's my dream car. I don't, I, I don't know. I like the aesthetic of it. Uh, what color? Probably all black. All black. It's all a good black. look. Yeah. Got to keep it clean, though. Yeah. Shows a lot of dirt. Yeah. Oh, you had a Netflix logo. Yep. So you watch a lot of Netflix, I assume? Yep. Favorite movie or show? Ozark. Ozark. My Ozark. roommate watched that. I've, never seen, I, I've seen it because he has it on. but. Best Netflix show. Best Netflix show. Is it only Netflix? Yeah. Pretty exclusive? Yeah. Houston Rockets. Yep. You a Rockets guy? Or are you just putting that because you're from Texas? Big Rockets guy. Big Houston sports fan. Okay, so that was my next question. Which Texas sports teams do you cheer for? So uh, Astros and Texans, right? Astros, Texans. More more so Texans, Rockets, but I watch some Astros games here and there. I was going to say, you got you, were you there when they were banging on the trash cans in the <laughs> World Series? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> so you said you didn't play any other sports. No. Do you think that has helped you become a college basketball player? Uh, probably because I was able to focus all my time into one. I do wish I would, I would have like dabbled in other sports. Well, hold on, that that question comes up later. Actually, okay. Jay Clark's going to ask you that question. Okay. Uh, so you so basketball from day one. Yeah. Did your family play basketball? How did you get? How was basketball the sport that you chose? Yeah. So my dad grew up playing basketball, and so then my brother started. I have an older brother; he's three years older. He started, and I can always just remember being at his games when I was younger. And I would just be sitting in the bleachers, like, miserable because I couldn't play, and I just wanted to play so bad. So your brother Ryan played basketball. Did he play at College Park as well? Yeah, he played for two years and then so retired. You guys, so you guys never got to play together? No, unfortunately so you not. got to watch him play, though. Yeah. Um, did he play any other sports, or was it just basketball for him? Just basketball for him, too. Basketball family. I was, I was actually a good flag football player. Okay. But I never pursued it further. All right, so I got a couple, few more questions before we get into our rapid fire questions. What is your major? We got to talk about school for a minute. Finance. Finance. You yep. talked about accounting class. Uh, what are your plans to do with that? Uh, I'm not. It's your sure. You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, know. kind of a few things I'm interested. In. One would be obviously keep continue on playing, uh, coaching, uh, maybe like private wealth management, something along those lines. After basketball stuff, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you about graduation because you're a freshman. Yeah. We'll scratch that one off. Last question before we do our rapid-fire questions. Okay. Why Austin P? Uh, honestly, the the kind of 
pitch the coaching staff gave me and the interest they showed in me right away and kind of their vision of what they wanted to build uh, sold me on it and felt like it was home from day one. Cool. Rapid fire questions. You ready? I'm ready. First one. What's your favorite word or saying? Word or saying? Uh, podcast appropriate. Yep, please. <laughs> I don't need to break out the beat button today. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Okay. What's the last book you read? Oof. Probably like The Great Gatsby in high school. Great Gatsby. Everybody read that one, yeah. right? What's your worst habit? Worst habit? I procrastinate a lot when it comes to school. A lot of homework on Sunday? Yeah. I don't think you understand how many people say that on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? 100%. Thank you. <laughs> there was some, there's, been some, there's been a long string of people saying no. I'm actually a very fast speed walker. So About, that came from my friends telling me I couldn't do it when we were in school. Did you? I've never done it. Because oh. if I go out there and do it and I'm, I don't <laughs> do it, then I lose my argument. Right. Um, but I think I can. Okay. They don't think I, I can. I, I think you can. Thank you. I, I, we're not going to do it, though. Um, what's one rule in any sport you would like to change or add? Ooh. Four-point line in basketball. Four-point line yeah. and a shot clock in high school basketball. There you go. Yep. There it is. How, how far is the four-point line? It's got to be significantly further. Is it a curved line or is it just straight across? We go curved. You want to curve it? We go curved. It's got to hit the sideline, though. It can't go all the way to the baseline. Yeah, it can't go. Okay. Not enough room. You gonna, are you going to be the what, – what, what's your game turn into if you're a four-point shoot, if there's a four-point line? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If you're, coach, you're a coach problem. Gonna, I don't know if you're going to want us to pull from there, but I'm going to be pulling. You'd be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, What's the last gift you gave somebody? Last gift I gave someone? Actually, this this Christmas was the first time I kind of had my own money to give out gifts. Yep. So uh, I got my dad a pair of shoes. What kind? Uh, there were some Vapor Maxes. Okay. I got my mom a necklace, and then I got my brother uh, like a hoodie. I think. I got gotcha. you. What app on your phone gets the most use? It was TikTok, but I had to delete it just because I was getting a little too addicted to it. Spending too much time on there. Yeah. So now probably. Probably Twitter. Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm in that boat with you. Uh if you're casting a movie about yourself, yep. who are you picking to play you? Everyone on the team has terrible look alikes for me. Okay. Um we're gonna have to talk more about that. Uh, maybe my favorite actor, I would say I am gonna go with Jake Gyllenhaal to play Jake me. Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Who are the terrible look alikes your teammates have for they you? They say Tom Holland, uh they say any, any any basketball shooter, Mike Dunleavy, uh, lazy comparisons. What's wrong with Tom me. Holland? I mean, I mean, he's that's a little, a, that's a, a compliment. Little, yeah, that's he's a, a little short, but he's yeah, a good-looking guy. Yeah, I mean, he's he, Dayton Zendaya, my celebrity crush. So I mean, I guess I can't be mad at he's him. He's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, you can't be mad about that one. I mean, maybe a little short, yeah. but yeah. What's the most embarrassing song you love? Ooh, might be some Ariana Grande in there. Okay, you got one in particular. The or way, just, but it's with Mac Miller, so okay, I mean yeah. it makes it a little. Yeah, if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Uh, I got two: either Playboy Cardi okay. or Kendrick Lamar. Okay. What is one place in the world you want to visit the most? Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Why? They have these like these huts on the water. Yep. And I don't know. I've you always just, just seen them. Sleep over the yeah. water in one of those huts. Yeah. There you go. If you could have any three people over for dinner, Ooh. who would they be? Any three people, dead ever, or alive? Ever. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with Kobe. Kobe Bryant. 
Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. And Jesus. Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Kobe Bryant, and Jesus. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I, I'd love to hear what Dave Chappelle says to Jesus. Oh, I imagine it'd be a funny conversation. <laughs> um, who or what inspires you? Inspires me. Uh, I'd definitely say my parents. Just their work, work ethic and everything they've done for me uh, has kind of made me the person I am. What advice would you give to your younger self? Keep grinding. Don't let don't let other people's perception of you affect you negatively. Last question comes from Jada Clark, who okay. was our guest last week. She wants to know if you could redo your entire athletic career, Ooh. what would you do differently? I'm definitely become a quarterback. A quarterback. Next, Josh Allen. You're what, like six, six three, six four, or six five? Six five with shoes. Okay, I'm shorting you a little bit. Yeah. So you're a big, big guy in the pocket. Yeah. You can get in there and sling it a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm taking off. I'm trucking dudes. You're from Texas, too. They're big football guys down there. Big football guys. You go to a good football school? Uh, We were never good, but kind of when I got there, we, we started getting good. We beat our rival for the first time in like 20 years. Maybe they needed you at quarterback. Uh, maybe. Maybe. All right. I actually have one more question. You get to ask next week's guest a question. What do you want to ask on next week's PCAST? Uh... hard question yeah uh jada took a good one so i know that, that that actually is a pretty good one i feel like mine has to be kind of serious it can be serious it can be funny okay Do whatever you want um damn, i'm choking i'm just going blank I mean, it could be anything. We've had people ask favorite ice cream flavor, favorite movie. You can ask what their favorite podcast is. We can go favorite song and why. Or best memory with that song. So favorite song and best memory. And, with and a memory associated with it, yeah. Perfect. Drew, appreciate your time. Yes, sir. I know you've got to get to class. Yes, sir. So we'll let you do that. And we'll be right back with the PCAST right after this. Another big thanks to uh, Drew Calderon for coming on and talking to us on the podcast. Glad to have him in here. And uh, now we turn our attention to other things. Okay. There's a, like, like, there's a lot of good things to watch this weekend, Alex. Like what? Well, I'm going to be in Alabama for the OVC Women's Golf Championship, but I right. think one of the nights... After I finish my work, I'm going to find a movie theater and go watch the new Harry Potter movie. Okay. Big Harry Potter of fan? Dumbledore. Okay. Fantastic. It's technically Fantastic Beast. The Harry Potter series is, is closed. It's the Fantastic Beast series, which is a spinoff of Harry Potter. Cool. Secrets I of Dumbledore. The younger Dumbledore. Very excited. Dumbledore is the, the, old, the old guy that, like, adopts he, Harry. He does not adopt him. I, what? Have you never read a Harry Potter book? No. I have watched. I've watched the first one. When I was really little, and I haven't watched it in forever. It's on my list. Okay, it's been on my list he, for like a, four years. Is he the old dude that adopts? <laughs> well, it's like. Harry. Okay, so. Isn't he like the grandfather guy? He's like, not the grandfather. <laughs> I don't know. 
he's just he's the headmaster at the school, and he takes him to live with his aunt and uncle at the beginning of the movie. Well, duh, yeah, I knew that. He, he does not adopt him. Well, I he hope you his grandfather. I hope you enjoy and watching your Harry Potter spinoff. I am sorry for everybody that is currently cringing at me for. We do get to see young Dumbledore though, and okay. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> rattled right now. Um, <laughs> Better Call Saul Season 5, the final season debut is Monday night. Pretty excited about that. Uh, you have seen Bre- you haven't seen Breaking Bad, have you? Oh, I've seen Breaking okay. Bad. So you know Better Call Saul. Yep. So it's better than Breaking Bad. Okay. Better. Like, better show. Are you sure? Yes. This is, like, non-debatable almost. Because uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad is really good. No, it's good. good. It's the same writers. However, they, like, took a minute to get find their stride with Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Still in stride for Better Call Saul. All okay. five seasons. No... No slow build-up right into it. Okay. Uh, season 5, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman are making their first ever appearance on Better Call Saul. Okay. So they're back. They're back. They're back. All I'm pretty it. excited. Uh, it's it's gotten really good the past couple seasons, and Saul Goodman's finally becoming Saul Goodman and not Jimmy McGill. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited for Walter White and Jesse to be back and see what happens there. I'm going to have to watch that in my hotel room Monday night, so I'm going to have to be there and uh, watch it live. So I can't can't be late. Okay, I'll book it. Those are some uh, fun things sent by the Reds owner this past oh, week. I don't know oh if boy. you saw those. No, no, I have not. Oh, well, let me read you these quotes. He was asked about why fans should have faith in him and his father owning the team. Okay. And how a lot of fans are yelling for them to sell the team. And he said, be careful what you ask for. I think we're doing the best we can with the resources Excuse me, that we have. We're no more pleased with the results than the fans. I'm not sitting here saying anybody should be happy. I'm not polishing trophies. But that's what we're here to do. The bottom line is, I think... I do think we've had to shift the discipline more. We've tried a lot of things that haven't worked, which is a fact. Nothing has worked. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came close to working and didn't. Nobody's going to tell me it didn't work. So I think – where's the quote I'm looking for? This is not the one I thought I was. He, it, he, here it is. Here it is. I read the second half, not the beginning. He said, wh- he said, where are you going to go? Let's start there. I mean, sell the team to who? That's another thing. You want to have this debate? If you want to look at what – you would do with this team to have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system. The best thing to do would be to pick it up and move it elsewhere. Wow. He started opening day by threatening the fans. That's a great way to start the season. First off, they have a 15-year lease with the city. They're not going anywhere. Okay, Secondly, so, okay. oldest professional franchise in Major League Baseball. Not moving them. Probably not. Not moving them. Then, mere hours after he said that on the radio, on the, not only on the radio, on the Reds Radio's net network, the station okay. that broadcasts the game. Yeah. He is on the field with a local news reporter who's doing a one-on-one stand-up mm-hmm. interview with him who asks him, hey, would you like to clarify on your remarks from earlier? Right. I'll give you a one-on-one chance to say whatever you need to say. Mm-hmm. He doubled down. He, he, he just echoed the exact same things. So uh, that was fun. The Reds are in great. The Reds played the game. They lost to the Indians because they're bad. Guardians. The Indians. <laughs> um any team that has Mike Moustakis and Aristides Aquino taking every day at bats, mm-hmm. bad. So, so are fans? So fans are calling for him to sell the team. Yes. So, and I don't know if baseball is different than other sports, but what does having a new owner do? Because it's like, I mean, do do fans think that you know if we get a new owner, yet we might move? The or owners could be willing just... to spend spend more money. Okay, so so that's the biggest thing with this guy is he it's, just he doesn't want to spend. We money. spent the third fewest, the third list least money in free agency this past season. Okay. And we never spend money in free agency. Like gotcha. we had like two off seasons ago, we signed Mike Moustakis and Nick Castellanos for like 
four years, like $64 million each. Mm-hmm. And those were like the biggest free agent contracts in team history. So, so is there like, so in baseball, is there like, a, is, so it's owner and then I'm guessing like GM and then coach. So there's head coach owner, which is Bob Castellini right. and his gr- ownership group. Mm-hmm. His son, Phil is the president of the team. Okay. Nick crawl is the director of baseball operations. Usually there's okay. a general manager. The Reds don't have a general manager still, I don't think. We didn't have one for a long time okay. since Dick Williams left. Uh, he left because he was tired of dealing with these idiots. Uh, and Nick Crawl is essentially a puppet for the Castellinis. Gotcha. So he's the GM, but he's also mm-hmm. technically not titled the GM, I don't think. And he does whatever they say. And he just he just says dumb things whenever they put a mic in front of him, too. Like, yeah. we're here to align our payroll resources. That was his best quote. Mm-hmm. Not when. Align our payroll resources. Yeah, I mean... It seems like if you were to maybe spend money on maybe one or two, you know, big names of free agency, that it would help you in the long run. I mean, you burn. I don't. I or even you know, it. just pay to keep the guys you have. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of the Reds have no guaranteed contracts past the 2023 season. Jesus. Yep. That's fun. Go Reds. Built for success down the line. Uh, their two best pitching prospects did debut this week, which was a lot of fun for me. That's However, fun. I'm sure we'll trade them in about three years. Oh yeah. The NBA playoffs. No. Play in. Excuse me. The NBA play in games before the playoffs are mm-hmm. happening as we currently stand in this time. Yes. Would you like to talk about those, Alex? I sure as heck would. <coughs> so I'm I'm a big NBA guy. I haven't been able to watch the games as much this year as I have in the past with, you know, work and all the awesome piece stuff we've had going on. But the play in games have been electric. Um so in the first game, starting on the East, uh, the Nets beat the Cavs 115-108. This Cavs team is just awful. Um, they started the year, and they were sitting at, like, third or fourth in the East. Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, and then they also traded with the Pacers for – oh, I can't remember their guard's name now. But anyways, ever since they made that trade, they've had a losing record. The Cavaliers have just f- fallen off. The net, I mean, the Nets come in, they beat them 115, 108, seven point win. Um, a lot of people are saying that the Nets can go far in the playoffs. Can I don't they? believe it. No. This Nets team, watching that, I think I've watched maybe three or four of their games here recently. That might be the worst defensive basketball I've ever seen in my life. Don't they have Ben Simmons? No. I mean, yes, but um, Ben Simmons is, so Ben Simmons is hurt. So he's been hurt ever since they got him. But, but they said today, on ESPN radio that they expect him to come back like midway through their next series against uh, who do they play against the Celtics. So they expect Ben Simmons to be back magically and play like the, you know, all NBA defensive player that he's been just randomly. Against the hottest team in the league? Against the hottest team in the league who is probably going to come out of the East. Yeah. But anyways, so there's that one. Uh, Timberwolves beat the Clippers. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns was – Absolute hot, hot garbage in that game. Um, this is this is Ant's team. Um, oh, Anthony Edwards. He has. I mean, he's been great. I mean, I, I was not very high on him whenever he was coming out of the draft, but he dropped he dropped thirty points in this game. Shot five for eleven from three. I mean, he just he put I mean, that team on his Jimmy back. Butler proved that Carl Anthony Towns was soft. Yeah, wants none wrong. of that smoke. Absolutely, and like like I don't hate Cat. Like I think he's a very good player. I mean, I was like, I'm a I'm a Hawks fan. And I was calling for the Hawks to trade for him. Like I would love to have Cat on my team, but he cannot lead a team to success. Like he 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 can be one of the best number twos in the NBA, but he's not a good number one. Um, 
so yeah, Timber, but Timberwolves do win that game. They're going to play the Grizzlies on Saturday in a game that, man, I, I don't want to see the Grizzlies win. And it's because John Morant's on that team. But uh, it should be a good series at the end of the day. I think the T-Wolves are going to match up really well with them overall. The Grizzlies are becoming a fan favorite in the NBA. It should be a fun time. Um, and then on Wednesday, so yesterday as we're recording this podcast, the Atlanta Hawks absolutely blasted the Hornets. It was 132 to 103. I think we had like three or four players score 20-plus points. Trey Young was looking like playoff Trey Young. So where are the Hawks at now? So the Hawks right now, so in order to officially like get out of the play-in tournament, correct? they have to beat the Cavaliers on Friday. Okay. So in, And if they beat the Cavaliers on Friday, they'll be the eighth seed and they'll play number, the number one heat, which is – a good team, but with how the Hawks played in the playoffs last year and how they've kind of caught fire here lately, I think they got a chance. I mean, you got to get past the Cavs, who have, like I said, fallen apart. But who's coming out of the West? I I think the easy choice is saying the Suns, because I think the Suns are the best team in the NBA. Um, I'd probably say the Suns. I think the finals is going to be. The Suns against either Milwaukee or Boston. Because I think, I think Milwaukee is, I mean, they can play through Giannis. Giannis is a really good supporting cast this year again. Um, but the Celtics, I mean, I know they haven't made the finals in a good in a minute now. But uh, they're built to win it this year. How about my boy Nikola Jokic? Can he take the Nuggets to the finals? I'm not sure. I mean, <clears throat> they've got Golden State in the first round. I think, I mean, this is a Golden State team that, shoot, Golden State could mess around and go to the Western Conference Finals. I don't, I mean, Golden State can't win it, but. Um, I love playing with the Nuggets on 2K. They're so easy to play with. Because I like Nicole Jokic. Mm-hmm. I can just pull up from anywhere with Jamal Murray. Yeah. A lot I of mean, fun. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Hawks. I'm a Hawks fan, but that, that team on 2K, you get Trey Young with that limitless badge, it's over. Clint Capella, while he's only like six foot eleven. Have Steph Curry if you're gonna use the limitless badge. Okay, Trey Young. All right, let's talk about Austin P. Alex. Um, I need to get to the right page. The Austin P. Women's Golf Team. We're gonna start with them. Okay. OVC Championship time. Yep. Robert Trent going to Golf Trail. They're gonna play at the Fighting Joe Course at the Shoals and Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Uh, three rounds. Mm -hmm. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We're going to have practice round Saturday. All OVC will be announced after the practice round Saturday. Player of the year, freshman of the year, all that kind of stuff will be announced Tuesday after the tournament. Okay. Uh, I think that the Govs are one of the three teams that could win this. I would agree. Well, how they've been playing this year and also in the fall? Us, Murray, and Belmont. It's been us and Belmont. Murray's been behind us most <coughs> of the season, I think, even though they're picked to win the league for some reason. Um, so us and Belmont, got to watch out. Belmont's a good team. <coughs> but if uh, you get a Shelby Darnell, like you got last week, you get Deadman and Scott playing well again. Scott's had a couple of off weeks for for her standards, I would say. They're they're mm-hmm. good weeks, right? But like the way she was playing earlier in the season, it's like ah, oh, she's she's cooled off a little bit. But still, I think a lock for freshman of the year. I would say so. So you get her, you get Deadman, you get Darnell from last week. Kayla Campbell, Riley Cooper, watch out, watch out. Might be bringing home some hardware. Let's do it. When was the, have they won a OVC championship? I do not believe so. We have won okay. two individual OVC championships. I know Chelsea right. Harris. I think won. Both? Okay. Or it was her and somebody else. Um, it was her and somebody else. I forget the other name, though. 
but we have before, so. I'm all for it. I'm all about it. I'll be down there uh, reporting live. Reporting live from wherever you said it is. The Robert Trent, Jones, Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, the Fighting Joe course at the Shoals at Muscle Shoals, Alabama, or something like that. That's a lot, but good luck to the women's golf team. Baseball team's got a three-game series this weekend as well. Yes, Thursday, is. 6 p.m. Because Easter on Sunday, we're not playing on Sunday. Friday, 6 p.m. Saturday, 1 p.m. Against Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. The Panthers, who lead the OVC, I believe. Yeah, they do. They're still up top. Yeah, you leads the OVC. Yeah, you had the number 18 pick in the MLB draft last year. People forget that. Trey Sweeney's really good and plays for the Yankees. Not for the Yankees, but in the Yankees minor league system. Mm-hmm. Uh, midweek game, Southern Illinois at home <laughs> on Tuesday night, 6 p.m. for that one. Uh, be at the hand. Why not? Yeah. On a three-game winning streak, one five out of the last six in OVC play. Team's playing good. Another chance to knock off the top OVC team this week. Yeah, come out and support the bat because they've been hot. Softball team, Alex. Yeah. So uh, softball will play Southeast Missouri. Uh, they start with a 4 p.m. game on Friday, followed by a doubleheader on Saturday. Again, there won't be any, any games played on Sunday due to Easter. Uh, that Saturday doubleheader starts at noon, a uh, second game to follow, so around 2 p.m., we split the last six games against SEMO. SEMO uh, was the regular season champions last year. They're coming up top two in the OVC standings, I believe. Um, should be a good, should be a really good series. Tennis? Would you like to talk about tennis? Yeah. So uh, women's tennis has a huge weekend coming up. They they um, they're on the road. They face UT Martin on Friday. Uh, UT Martin is coming off a loss against SEMO on Saturday, and then. A, and then a 5-2 loss against Belmont on Sunday. Team you should beat. It, it's definitely a team you should beat. Take care of business. Yep. Um, Get to the big one. Then you got a huge one on Saturday. <clears throat> so the Govs are going to play SEMO, who is atop the OVC standings. They're 5-0 and in conference. Have we lost the conference match? No. Oh. They're 5-0. and We're 3-0. Oh. They, they had a really like front-loaded schedule, which is just weird. But um, you know, this is a SEMO team that you beat in the tournament last year. Uh, they're returning – pretty much their entire lineup but um you should go in you should beat them there's a lot on the line if SEMO if SEMO wins so they play Murray State on Friday so if if SEMO beats them and beats us which they won't um SEMO wins a regular season championship for the second year in a row but if you don't so so if we beat SEMO so if we beat Martin and we beat SEMO and then we win both matches next week which is Tennessee State and Murray State then we win the regular season championship. So this oh. is this is must win. Um, like I said, this team, this SEMO team is stacked. Um, their their closest win it was a four to three victory against SIUE in Mar- late March. We beat SIUE five to two, I believe. Yes, we did. Oh. So uh, oh. it's going to be big. Oh. You're you're going to want to follow along at GovsWTN on Twitter. So uh, stay tuned. Big weekend ahead. Men's tennis team are they going to play too? Yes, so men's tennis team, they don't play any on the weekend, but they play at Tennessee Tech on Tuesday at 2 p.m. Uh, it's a Tennessee Tech team. They had a, real, they had a really difficult non-conference schedule. I can't talk. Um, but they've come back. They've won both of their conference matches. They were the regular season champions last year, but you know, looking at their statistics throughout the year and looking at how a lot of their players have played, I'm going to say it's a winnable match. Um, oh. That's a team that knocked you off in the tournament last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. yes. Yeah, because te- Tech beat us, and then Tech lost to Belmont in the championship. Yes, um, final answer. So, but overall, it's a winnable match. If you can pick up this win, it's huge. Because if you, if you win this one, you are 
at least, I mean, you're a top two seed easily. Oh. So, big match. Track and field team, going to have senior day on Friday mm-hmm. at Murray State. Nice. Because our home meet was uh, canceled, moved. Canceled. Moved, canceled, whatever. Uh, the OVC trio at Murray State on Friday and Saturday, I believe, or is it just Friday? Just Friday. Just Friday. I don't know who the third team in the trio is. I imagine it's us and Murray State mm-hmm. and one more to uh, round out said trio. It was Alex's portion of the script, and he probably should have done that research. It's I fine. Tell you. I it's fine. It, it's fine. I apologize. There's to our another track and field OVC team. team. It's a trio. There's three of them. The Govs will have senior day at Murray State. Like I said, we don't have a home match. Home match. Home event. So, track and field seniors, congrats to them. We'll give them the uh, the flowers and all the recognition they deserve up there. That's Men's cool. golf team. They have a match on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Is Tuesday the 20th? Yes. Yeah. They're going to play Western Kentucky. A little match play action up in Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to get match play in because the OVC tournament for the men has a match play portion. Yes. So, got to get those in now. Get some practice in, because guess what? Tournament's right after that. Their OVC tournament is the next week. Mm-hmm. Beach volleyball team going to r- start their four-match season-ending streak at home. Mm-hmm. Going to play Friday, 10 a.m. against Jacksonville State, and then 4 p.m. against Eastern Kentucky. Saturday, they're going to play UT Martin at 11 a.m., and then since there's only four teams in the tournament, we're going to do a little tournament action, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, teams with two best records will play on later on Saturday, and then two teams with the worst records will play earlier on Saturday because we only have, like I said, four teams. So you want to play four matches, obviously. You don't want to come down here and just play three times. That's no fun for anybody. That's it. That's all the Austin P Sports this week. It's a busy week. It is a busy week. Busy time. Do you have anything else to add? No. Go Govs. Go (laughs) Govs. That's what you have. That's your addition. That that's my dish. Well, I usually just and whatever. No. Katie Dry Flint, Matthew Fitzpatrick. They have all the community service opportunities for you, the student athletes, Lowe's and Fishers, Man and Cafe. Go see them, and they will get you pointed in the right direction. But also, big event next week, Alex. Yeah. Next Wednesday, to be exact. The ESPYS are coming. They are here. Be there. Be dressed up. Uh, there's an award this year for being the best dressed student athlete. Is there really? There is, and it is judged by our very own Nathan Palkowski. Uh, so if you're going to try and bribe him, I would start now. Yep. But best dressed award. There, There's an award this year, so be the best dressed. Uh, you're going to want to win that. You're also just going to come see all the other student athletes win some awards. There's going to be mm-hmm. some food. Colby Wilson's going to host. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> Quite. Someone might walk up on stage and slap him. <laughs> it might be me. I am all for it. So bring it on, Colby. Um, get in touch. Stay in touch. Alex, how do people do that? On Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, and on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And shout out to Eric, Robin, Carter, and all the digital media that they've been providing here as of late. Let's Go P.com for dates, news, stories, information. Cody Bush, Nathan Palkowski, Alex Allard, Chris Austin, and myself. We have all the information you could use for pretty much everything right there on that website, Let's Go P.com. You know what else is on Let's Go P.com? Lots of stories. Stories. Stats. Stats. Schedules. Schedules. Archives. Archives. Championship history. Yes. Um, tickets? Tickets are too. Tickets are on there. If you need tickets, you need to get in contact with our Terry Guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you could use to get in the game. Uh, it's getting later in the baseball and softball season, so you can snag some single game tickets. Maybe I'm not sure season tickets are still on sale. So 
It's going to have to be a single-game option there. We want to see you at Joe Maynard Field at Ramsey Sand Park and Show Holt Field at Kathy Maynard Park. So go online or call Johnny for all those tickets. Uh, he'll answer on the second ring. I just about guarantee it. Football season ticket renewals are also happening. When, Alex? Right now. Right now. Right now is the correct answer. Five home games. The first day sun season. 2021 season ticket holders have the first chance to renew their tickets online at letsgop.com backslash buy tickets or by calling the ticket office at 931-221-PEAY. Renewals end at 5 p.m. on April 29th. That is when all remaining seats will be, made, will be made available to the public to purchase a season tickets. So if you don't review, renew your tickets by 5 p.m. on April 29th, that is 15-ish, 15 days and 6 hours from now, your tickets go to the public and somebody else can buy them. So you're going to want to do that. You're not going to want to lose those. Season ticket holders, uh, there's a lot of benefits for the upcoming season inc- that include memorabilia fashion from the old turf at Fortera Stadium, the turf that we happen to have won the 2019 OVC Championship on. There's also exclusive season ticket holder events. Uh, there's a pickup party for your tickets and an early access to the 2022 Fan Fest. In addition, season ticket holders have the opportunity to purchase a ticket to the regular season finale. The girls will play against Alabama at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, their first ever game at Bryant-Denny Stadium against the Crimson Tide. Uh, who doesn't want to take it to that? I mean, I definitely do. Yeah, I, mean, I in in a heartbeat. I don't need a ticket because I have a credential that I will get. But like, if I didn't have a credential, I'd love a ticket. Absolutely. Austin P and uh, the Nashville Predators will also give season ticket holders priority access to uh, some events, some Preds events, some Austin P events, and uh, Austin P Athletics will announce additional season ticket benefits throughout the 2022-23 season. In the meantime, mm-hmm. should find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, directly on the website at letsgop.com backslash podcast. Then what should they do, Alex? Give us a rating and review. How many stars? I'd say five. Five stars, please. Want to suggest a guest to let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out? Tell us who you think will be the best-dressed student-athlete at the ESPYs next week. Tweet us, I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to Nathan for bringing me some Smoky Mountain Candy Kitchen taffy back from his trip to Gatlinburg last weekend. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Lord, we having a good time. I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. Shot a tequila beer on tap, sweet southern woman sit on my lap. G with an O, O with a D, T with an I and a M and a E and a good time. Good time. I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. Time for a good time. Oh, I'll turn it up now.